Listeners, I just want to apologize right off the bat. If you can hear a fan in the background, it's because it is extremely hot in the library today and we have an air alert out and our air conditioning is on the fritz, so it is very hot in the studio. So I had to run a fan. So I apologize if you hear a little fan running in the background. I'll try to take care of that and post the best I can, but it's not your speakers that are making that noise. It's, it's our recording. So I just wanted to give you a little heads up on that. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Between the Shelves, the premier Sable Library podcast. My, I'm your host, Alex. Welcome back. And I am very excited for this episode for a few reasons. One, I have a new face on the podcast. I'm joined this week by Mary. Hi, everybody. I'm Mary. Hi, Mary. And also Rachel. Hi, everyone. Rachel. Rachel, have you been on any of the podcasts since the Oscars one? I'm trying to remember. No. Okay. This is the first one since then. So our regular listeners will remember Rachel from all of her hot movie takes How can on you our forget? Oscar. The Oscar. You're part of the Oscar review crew. Yes. Yes. Okay. Don't forget it. And we're hopefully we'll have you back again next Oscars. How's your movie Oscar uh, search going so far this year? Let's talk about astrology first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it. We're going to be talking about astrology in this episode, something I know very little about, but... Um, the other reason I'm excited for this episode is um, my kind of one of my goals for this podcast was to try to highlight what our staff is into and learn a little bit more about who makes up the Sable Library uh, the staff and get to know a little bit more about each other. So when I put the call out to the staff to say like, hey, if you're interested in something and you want to be on the podcast, like I'm open to ideas. One of the first things that came up was astrology. And I have our two resident astrologists here today, and uh, yeah, let's so let's get into it. So, um, do you want to talk about um, what your sign is? Sure. So um, I'm Mary again. Um, I am a Taurus Sun, and I am a Gemini Moon and a Gemini Rising. So that is my big three. That's what we call that in astrology. And I am a Libra Sun, Libra Moon, and Gemini Rising. Also. All right. So. For our listeners who don't know what any of that means, <laughs> so you said there's a big three. What is? What are the big three? So what? there's your sun sign, which everyone knows, you know, you're a Leo, a Virgo, whatever. Okay. Um, and there's something called your moon sign and your rising sign. And those are the three most prominent ones um, that you could use to understand who you are. There's other planets too, but the big three are what really like make up who you are as a person. And I found a really good analogy online, actually. Um so your sun sign is like your t-shirt and the pants that you wear, right? Your rising sign is like the coat or jacket you wear. And your moon sign is like the underwear you wear, right? Stay with me. Stay <laughs> with me. The moon, I get it. Moon, moon. Everyone I get notices it. your rising sign, right? Some people notice your sun sign, which is a t-shirt and the pants, but very few will know your moon sign. So in other words, your rising sign is what people first see when you walk in a room. And it's also how you approach new situations. Your sun sign is your personality um, and the most obvious part of your chart. And then the moon is your emotions, your emotional fulfillment needs. Okay, that's interesting. I haven't heard that take on it. So obviously that's so that's interesting. Do you agree with that, Mary? Is that I a good do. way to... Okay. I love that. I've never heard that before. So I love that you sh- shared that today. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Where did you get that description from? Do you um, remember? Online somewhere. I don't online. know. Online. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of my questions, actually, I wanted to ask you before we 
dive into my sign. So that's one thing we're going to go over. We're going to do my birth not, chart. Birth chart, thank mm-hmm. you. So, so there's no, as far as I know, there's no like central authority on astrology. So is it kind of just like do your own research sort of thing? And I'm sure this has just gotten even more complex with like social media and everything. Like what, what do you follow to kind of keep up with this stuff? Or where, where's like the resource? Well, it's not something that changes that much. You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty like set. Um, but with social media, it is interesting because you have a lot of, um, astrologers who would never get to know. You can follow their Instagram pages, their Twitter pages, you know, YouTube videos. Um, and I think too, with all like the recent events like COVID and, and the Titanic sinking, like all these memes come up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I follow some Instagram accounts of astrology where it's like big Libra energy, you know, and it's like a a tweet that sounds very Libra-like. So it's things like okay. that you can read and kind of like get to know like more who you are. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's books, there's podcasts, there's... Yeah, I think if you are more interested in astrology for yourself and like it's supposed to be a tool for understanding yourself and obviously people do use it to understand the world around them as well. But to understand yourself, there are plenty of websites that you can go on as well. Free websites like um, Astro Charts and... Um, cafe astrology and those are websites you can go on and you put in your information and it calculates your whole chart for you and it kind of gives you like a personality breakdown and with that and with anything that is energy based i like to tell people to take the information that resonates and to leave what doesn't because you know some of these things are a little bit subjective you know not everything is going to be 100 percent. even when i do a birth chart for somebody like when i did for you I use my intuition when I am analyzing it as well, you know, because there is lots of information out there. If there's something in the chart that I've never heard of or never seen before, I can look it up and there would be so many different answers for what that position is. Um, but I take what I believe or what I feel is accurate. And that's, that's how I approach astrology. And that's what I suggest other people do as well. So how do you, how do you like decide what, because if you're doing it for somebody, I understand if you're doing it for yourself, mm-hmm. you can read your, your chart and say, okay, this is speaking to me right now, right? Like this, I can take, I can dive into this so I can explore this idea a little bit more. But if you're doing it for somebody else, how do you know, like, cause what to tell them and what not to? Like, is, is you just kind of the same kind of vibe? You're just feeling them out where you think they are? Yeah, it's a vibe thing. It's it's for sure a vibe thing. Like I don't know you very well, but when I was doing this birth chart, you know, I it was just it was just a feeling. You know, you just get that gut feeling. There would be things I'd be like, oh, that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like that would fit him very well. So that's something that I leave out. And um, it's when you're reading things on yourself, you can you can see like that doesn't really make sense, but a lot of this does. It's just the same way when you're approaching other people. How, do you do a lot of birth signs for people? I do. So I studied my own for a few months and I just, I reread my birth chart over and over and over again for months and I like memorized it and I saved it in my phone and then I made a file for literally everyone that I love and I made, I saved all of their charts. Like your dossier and a folder. I mean, yes. I have a folder in my phone of everybody's birth chart, like a screenshot of them. <laughs> funny like that i'm like oh it's because of your capricorn moon i say that all the time or when you like talk to somebody you don't know yet and then they say something and they say oh i'm a this i'm a this you're like oh that makes so much sense yeah that's why you're doing this you know (laughs) like (laughs) so how does like 
How does a birth chart differ from a horoscope? So um, a horoscope um, is kind of, that's a good question. I'd say a horoscope is more monthly. It can be like a monthly thing or a yearly thing and horoscopes are changing. Whereas your birth chart is not. Your birth chart is a picture of the sky at the exact time and day and place that you were born. And that doesn't change because that's when you were born. Right. So your birth chart never changes. Your horoscopes can change. So the horoscope is sort of kind of tracking like where, where the world is or where the stars are now and then seeing like how you jive with what's going on right now. Yes. Okay. You can kind of think of a horoscope almost like a tarot reading. Each time you sit down for a tarot reading, you kind of get a different answer. You know, it, it's going to, you can ask a question and get a different answer. And horoscopes are the same way, depending on what's going on in the cosmos and how it's going to affect you in your life. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, okay. I, all these questions are just coming to me <laughs> as we're talking. Uh, so how come if your birth chart is dependent on like the day you were born, how come like one Aries will be similar to another Aries, like year to year? You know what I mean? Like how can a horoscope apply to like all Aries if they're all born different years? Well, so. just like what Mary said before, you take what resonates and you look over what doesn't. So, mm -hmm. you know, a daily horoscope is more like a broad overview, but it doesn't take into account everything else about you, mm -hmm. like your moon sign, your rising sign, your Mercury sign, your Mars sign. Um, it's more like a general overview and if it doesn't apply to you, you just, you know, you let it go. It's not going to apply to everyone 100%. Yeah. Um, and it's not meant to either, really. It's more yeah. like a guide, you know, for like, it's not like a psychic prediction, like this is what's going to happen today to you, Libra. It's not what it's like. Mm -hmm. um, it's more like a guide of like, you know, just something to keep in mind as you go about your day. You can read it after your day ends and see mm -hmm. like, did, did this happen? Did I feel like this? You know? Um, yeah, it's an energy reading. Yeah. Okay. And a really good app for your birth chart too is Sanctuary. Yes. Um, it's good for beginners like yourself, Alex. And you can put in your birthday, your year, time you're born, and it draws like a whole map for you. And it lists everything. Your Mercury is in this house. Mars is in this house. And it's very detailed. It's really personalized for you. And it's free. What's it called again? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there is um, how I actually learned for people who are good with like flashcards, who learn really well with flashcards. I actually bought like an Oracle deck. My first Oracle deck was an astrology deck. I wanted to bring it with me. It was called, I think it was called the astrology wheel. It's a small deck and I learn a lot. I learn very quickly with flashcards. So this is just like a cute little um, Oracle deck and it comes with like a little guidebook. And that kind of gives you a very simplified breakdown of what, everything means and what everything is. So it's not personal to you, but it's to learn about the basics of astrology. And that's a really fun and easy way to learn it. How old were you when you got into astrology? Well, I always loved the fact that I was a Taurus. Just growing up, I was like, I'm a Taurus, I'm the bull, and you don't mess with the bull. And that was just something I always did when I was younger. And then a couple years ago, my sister gave my brother-in-law for his birthday, she did a whole birth chart reading that she calculated and hand drew for him. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a whole reading, but it was just like the analysis, just like the birth chart analysis, just telling him what everything was. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> what do you mean? There's more? <laughs> There's more than just your sun sign? And she explained it to me and I just went crazy from there. 
Yeah. What about you, Rachel? When did you get into it? I think I was like 11 or 12 when I learned what I was and I thought it was really cool. And then I didn't really pay much attention to it until I met one of my best friends when I worked at Mastic Library. And she is very much into astrology and she taught me a lot about it. Um, and it was fun just like diving in from there and seeing, you know, we're best friends. She's a Gemini, I'm a Libra. So we get along very well, our two signs. Um, yeah, and it just kind of like took over from there. You know, I remember when I was pregnant with my first and I was planning like, oh, it's going to be a Pisces. I don't know anything about Pisces. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of cool. It's just cool to see like how the people in your life, their signs, like how it applies to them. And, um, you know, when you have kids too, it's really cool to see yeah. Yeah. the personalities. Um, I don't want to put you two on the spot right now, but could you run through all the different sun signs and the kind of like give a super brief just for our listeners maybe they're interested like i'm born on this day what would that even i didn't, I didn't know what i was until we started doing this yeah. podcast so mm-hmm. um do you want to like can you run through it do you, can you do that off the top of your head or should we throw to a break and come back <laughs> <laughs> the dates are yeah, a little is. rough in my yeah. head yeah okay, um, well like approximately yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll say this. It starts, the astrology wheel starts with Aries. The Aries kick it off for us, and it ends with Pisces. Um, and everything is elemental, so it, it goes, it switches the elements each one. So it starts with Aries, and then Taurus, and then Gemini. Um, so we'll give the dates so everybody knows. Um, Aries is from March 21st to April 19th. Taurus is April 20th to May 20th. Gemini is May 21st to June 21st. Cancer is June 22nd to July 22nd. Leo is July 23rd to August 22nd. Virgo is August 23rd to September 22nd. Libra is September 23rd to October 23rd. Scorpios are October 24th to November 21st. Sagittarius is November 22nd to December 21st. Capricorn is December 22nd to January 19th. Aquarius is January 20th to February 18th. And Pisces is February 19th to March 20th. Okay, there you go, listeners. So now you know what you are. (laughs) I am an Aries. You are an Aries, yes. Right. So, uh, Mary, you were kind enough to do my entire birth (laughs) chart. (laughs) Uh, So maybe we should go to a break, and when we come back, we can explore me a little deeper. (laughs) So excited. Okay, yeah, let's go to a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll check out my birth chart. Okay, we're back. So, let's. How should we start? How do you? How does one even prepare a birth chart? Maybe we should start there. Um, the first thing I do is I I use what I a website called Astro Charts, and I just type in your information that you gave me. I put in your name, I put in the date of your birth, the time you were born, and the place that you were born, and it just creates this pretty picture for me, and then it just breaks everything down. And because I've been studying it for a while, I kind of just I go from there. Um, so I, as I go through each placement for you, I kind of explain what each one is and how it applies to you. Um, so while there are the 12 signs, there are also, um, many planets, there are other points of the sky that are key and there are other constellations and asteroids that, um, affect your personality as well. So you'll hear like the rising sign. Nobody knows what that is. And the rising sign is the 
zodiac sign that's rising on the horizon at the moment that you were born. And uh, so there's other things like that that are included. Um, there are some planets that I don't get into. Those are known as like the outer planets. That's like Jupiter and Saturn. And they do affect you as well. Um, but they're not as prominent as the inner planets, the personal planets. Venus. Yeah, yes. exactly. So we go into those today. So starting right off the bat is your sun sign, which is usually what everybody knows. And it is your sense of purpose and how you are meant to shine in this world. So Alex, as you said, you are an Aries. Aries are go-getters. You are a goal setter. Sometimes you can be an overachiever. You are excited to jump into new things and you are motivated to take on challenges. Something that's challenging does not discourage you. You like to tackle those. You like to take on those challenges. You are also probably an excellent leader and an excellent delegator. Um, you know how to lead a group and make things flow well. Um, you make an excellent podcast host also. Yeah. Is that in my size? <laughs> how did the ancient Mesopotamians know this about me? They just knew. <laughs> Um, your moon sign reflects your emotional nature, your natural instincts, and your intuition. So your moon is in Leo. Um, you are a prideful person in the way that you take pride in everything that you do. And because you pour your all into it. You don't, you don't uh, like half anything. You, know? you, you pour your all. So um, you don't do anything for attention or recognition. You do it because it makes you feel good. And because you, like I said, you like a lot of challenges. You like to take on the challenge. And you like that feeling of, I did it. I achieved it. Um, you are confident enough in yourself and in your abilities that you don't need someone to recognize your work. You, you give that to yourself. Like you're like, I did, I did a good job. I did a good job. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think so far? Sound accurate? Yes. So I'll, I'll, let me just do a quick disclaimer. I am a very natural skeptic of (laughs) almost of everything. Really. Um, it feels my initial, reaction is it feels very weird having somebody I've only known for a very brief amount of time just dump praise on me. <laughs> uh, so it feels nice. Um, That's your Leo moon. You're like, <laughs> dump the praise. It's um, okay. But, so I think like, I think humans are natural storytellers and I think our brains are like wired to connect dots and make connections. So Ooh, everything you've told me so far, I can come up with a parallel in my life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're listening, does that confirm everything you're saying? Or is it that uh, humans are very good at connecting the dots? I don't know. But uh, so far, I think you're, you're, I'm at least finding a lot of parallels with my life. Well, I think once you hear like the whole thing, too, it'll paint a bigger picture of you. And I mean, if you even look at um, someone else's birth chart, you might be like, that's nothing to do with me. I'm like, that's not how I am. You know, I don't like to delegate. I don't like to lead. Because it's not your birth chart. It's not who you are. Right. You know? It's interesting that, that you picked out what you selected, what you wanted to share. Mm-hmm. And I, so far, I think either you have a good um, ability to read people or maybe I just like being praised and I, it's my <laughs> ego. But, I mean, so far, yeah, I'm finding a lot of parallels. All right. Cool. Let's keep going. All right. So then your rising sign, also known as the Ascendant, again, is the zodiac sign rising on the eastern horizon when you were born. This typically changes every 30 minutes or so, which is why it's important to have an exact time, because it can change. Yeah, I had to dig out my birth certificate yes. for research of this Well, now you episode. know where it is, so yes. you're welcome. Now I know where it is, yeah, if my house, God forbid, ever 
Caught sets fire or something. Uh, I'm gonna. I know where it is now. Yeah. So thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, your rising sign represents how you spontaneously approach life. Um, yeah, it's the first impression you make on others. So this sign is this also is like the jacket that you were talking. Yes, about. this is the jacket. So the sun yep. sign is my shirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is now. This is this like is your first impression mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Uh, so your this sign is also in Leo for you. Um, so again, you are very confident and proud in who you are and everything you do in life. And people can see that confidence when they interact with you. Um, you likely take on challenges to fix things or figure things out. And you like to jump right into situations because you like to challenge yourself and you like to push yourself and you are often very successful with it. Um, there's an aspect between your rising and your moon. So aspects describe, um, the f- transfer of energy between two placements. So some aspects can be positive, which shows that there is a good energy flow, which makes this portion of your life easier. And then there are difficult aspects, which present a challenge or an obstacle for you in your life. You have a lot of positive aspects in your chart, a lot of good things going on. So I have to talk about them. <laughs> and one of them is called a conjunction. And it's when two placements are in the, exa- the same exact spot. In your chart. So like I said, your sun, your moon and your rising are both in Leo. And they're like two degrees next to each other. So they're right on top of each other. So this forms a, conju- a conjunction. So my underwear matches my jacket. <laughs> your underwear matches Just your jacket. Just to go jacket. back to the metaphor. I love that. Okay. <laughs> so this conjunction means that you know how to express your feelings very well. Um, you're not afraid to let your feelings um, be known if you feel it is necessary. Um, and you know how to get your point across. Um, it also means you are likely affected by the emotions and feelings of those who are important to you. So the, the ones that you care about the most, you take on their hurt as your hurt and their happiness as your happiness. And this makes for really harmonious relationships because you can understand where they're coming from when they present to you what they're going through, if they have a problem or anything. You can really understand and see where they're coming from. And that's, that's good for you. <laughs> So I got a lot of good news. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good news. Um, so the Leo is, is that a lion, if I remember yes, correctly? I don't know. If, I must know that from like Beanie Babies or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a sign. Yeah. So most of my signs are Leos, but I thought that, so I was always, I knew what my sun sign was, which is mm-hmm. Aries, which is a, a ram? Yes, a ram. So, I don't know, I was, always thought of myself as a ram, but I guess I'm maybe a proud lion. <laughs> I would say this is something with horoscopes is a lot of people say like if you don't resonate with your sun sign and your horoscope to check your moon sign because your moon and your rising are are more personal to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why typically you check for those when you do a horoscope. Yeah, because sometimes you resonate more with your moon or your rising sign than you do with your sun sign. Yeah. yeah, and like any tarot reading will tell you the same thing. You know, I mm-hmm. follow a good one on YouTube called Minopon Tarot, and he says the same thing too. With check your sun, check your moon, check your rising, because it can apply different aspects of you. Yeah. You know, you're not limited to just being a ram. You could be a lion too. Yeah, you're a ram and a lion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. I mean, I, I again, like, I, I think I'm, everyone's wired to 
relate things to themselves. You know, everyone has that ego a little bit. So sure. you know, you're talking about like taking on projects and all this thing. And I'm like staring at a podcast mic in front of me of like a thing I took on. Yeah. I'm planning the fan fest right now. So that's on my mind. I'm like, oh, naturally I'm thinking of that as well. So um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm finding a lot of parallels. What Another thought that occurred to me is you did lavish a lot of praise on me so i'm wondering <laughs> were there any negative things that you left out i'm wondering like if that would you know affect you know it, like if you're just telling your reading to somebody and telling them positive things they might be more a lot like a in a stance of agreeing with you than mm-hmm. if you're saying like you have this wrong with you or you like this is going to go wrong or something they might have be more naturally like mm-hmm. rejected all right so this is something i can say so when you are younger your moon and your rising are very prominent, you know, because when you're younger, you're just learning how to express yourself and express your emotions. So your moon sign isn't as secretive as it would be as you get older. So to have a Leo moon and a Leo rising, you probably wanted a lot of attention. And when you were feeling something and having a big emotion, you likely were like, you need to acknowledge this right now. We need to talk about it right now. It was probably something that really came to the forefront. Um, however, you have something that balances that. And I do bring that up in your Mercury, um, because, um, your Mercury is in Taurus, which is an earth sign. So this is something that grounds you. Mercury is your planet of communication. It also kind of affects your thoughts and it affects, um, how you learn and how you process information. So to have this on top of all the fire, this kind of like helps ground all that fire energy that you have going on. So where you might be experiencing all these big emotions and you want them to come out, there's also that part of your brain that's saying, hold on a second, let's just, let's try to pull ourselves back down to earth and just think about it because Taurus is a very slow moving sign. Taurus is like, slow down there. Hold on, let's relax and let's rethink this. So I think that got easier for you as you got older, but, um, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing for all kids though. You know, your emotions come out a lot. Um, but I think that you probably, I don't want to say grew up faster, but you were able to kind of catch on to that. Hold on. I can't just run away with my emotions like this. You were probably able to grasp that maybe sooner than some other children. Maybe ask your parents about that. that. Yeah, yeah. Parents, yeah. <laughs> you gotta ask mom and dad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really interesting. I'm curious, have any of you had your, well, you've done your birth chart for yourself. Rachel, have, mm-hmm. what, how do you feel about your birth chart? Mine you, describes you, me like to a T. Yeah. Like every time I read something, I'm like, yeah, that's me, that's me. How deep did you have to dig before you started seeing those um, things that described you, like that you felt were very accurate? Like, where is it the sun sign enough or did you have to start yeah, going no, into like deeper and deeper? Libra to a T. Um, what is that for our listeners? I don't know either. Libra? What, yeah. Um, it's mid-September, uh, late September to late October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, it, like, I mean, like, what is the sign? What is it? What are the so characteristics? I am very, so Libra's sign is the scales. So I am the sign of justice and fairness. Um, I am empathetic. Um, I'm also logical. I like beautiful things around me. Um, I cannot make decisions for the life of me, <laughs> which anybody downstairs can tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's lots of different different parts of that. But also, I think a big part of Libra's too is just social justice is really important to me. Um, and empathy and being fair and honest, um, that's like a big part 
with being a Libra too. And I'm a Libra sun and Libra moon, so I have double that. And then this chatty exterior is my Gemini rising. Um, <laughs> just like Mary. Yes. Yeah. So you're a social justice warrior. You're out there. Actually, I think I have been called that on my, on my thing, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And what, what are you again, Mary? I'm a Taurus. A Taurus. So yes. You're the bull. Yes, I am the bull. I love being the bull, and I even have, like, horns that I made, and I have them hanging up in my room. I love the horns. Um, I am a Taurus sun and a Gemini moon and a Gemini rising. So this is interesting to have because Taurus is an earth sign, and it's a fixed sign, which means I'm stubborn and, like, Taurus is typically stubborn and, like, unmoving, right? It's difficult to move them. But because I have a Gemini moon and a Gemini rising, it means I'm a lot more open-minded than some other Tauruses may be. I I love to hear different ideas, and I am very creative, and I'm very chatty. Some Tauruses can be a little more laid back and more quiet, but I'm very outgoing, and I'm very much out there and chatty. Um, I'm also very creative. Um, that's the thing with Taurus is they, they, they're they also attracted because we're both ruled by Venus. We're mm-hmm. both attracted to beautiful things. I think Tauruses are more foodies. We're attracted to food and delicious things and things that appeal to our senses. Yeah. yeah. Indulgences and things that appeal to our senses. Yeah. Um, we're also creatures of comfort. We like to be comfortable. We don't like to be rushed. We like to just lay back and chill and do yeah. our thing and go at our own pace and nobody can move us. Nobody can move the bowl. <laughs> And um, I definitely feel like that describes me to the T. I'm very laid back. I do not like to be rushed. I like to go at my own pace. And um, But that Gemini moon and rising likes fast pace. So I like the fast pace. I just struggle in it sometimes. Yeah. Because the Taurus is like, whoa, wait, hold on a second. It takes, it takes me a minute to catch up with the rest of me. Um, but I, I do love it. And I... I have a ton of friends that are Geminis, so that's been something I've attracted. And getting deeper into astrology, your moon sign can also kind of um, give you an indication on your fertility. So it's funny that my moon sign is Gemini, the twins, and I have twins. So I think that's a really interesting thing yeah. that I discovered about astrology too. So the fact that I ended up having twins. That is really cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to talk about too is I feel like like you're talking about your friends, you attract a lot with the same type of sign, people. Mm-hmm. I do think your your sun sign, your moon sign, all that kind of, you mesh well with other people. So I feel like most of my friends have been Geminis. They've been Libras, Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the kind of people I kind of click with the most, you know. Um, and there's others that I don't really mesh well based on whatever they have in their chart. Um, like Aries, I don't usually mesh well with. Yeah, I don't, I mean, there's nothing going on here. I know. I, I can't even stand or talk to you. Um, but there's other parts of your chart, too, that do complement mine, I guess. And that's how I think people get along. Yeah. Um, another cool thing to look at is the sign that you are opposite in. And a lot of times the sign that you're opposite in is what you are attracted to and you can have friends in. So it's funny because you're a Libra and your opposite is an Aries. Yeah. So you guys are opposites. I had a friend who was in Aries and she was literally surrounded by Libras. She just had her, her boyfriend was Libra. Her parents are both Libras. Her besties were Libras. Yeah, so yeah. it's just funny. Um, at Taurus, a lot of my close friends and close relationships are Scorpios. So I'm really, and that's my opposite sign. So that's, I like Scorpios too. That's an interesting thing too. Yeah. What's a Scorpio really quickly? Scorpion, I assume. But yes. Like, what are the characteristics yeah. of that? But I think too, like Libras and Scorpios are very close to each other right after the month. So they mm-hmm. get along well too. 
I get along really well with Scorpios. Um, and I think you feel the same way about like Taurus and Gemini. Yeah. Um, like I said, I have a ton of, I have a really good friends with Geminis and I've also had friends with Aries. So, um, it's interesting being a mom of two Aries boys because you're the ram and I'm the bull and it's just, we both have those horns then, but I guess the bull's bigger. So I'm like, down. <laughs> you know. I know. I don't want to see that. Probably. <laughs> but um, it's, I think being a Taurus is, it still has that sensitive side and that ability to still be really um, compassionate. So I can also tame the rams, you know. Yeah. Relax my little ram babies. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned um, you know that astrology is a good tool for self-reflection. Mm-hmm. So I know a, a lot of people, myself included, if I'm being honest, you know, kind of poo-pooed astrology because it's like it's not real science and that kind of stuff. But if you, I think if a lot of people, if you can get past that uh, mindset or that framing of astrology and kind of think of it as um, not like opposed to astronomy, it's more of like a almost like a therapeutic or kind of tool mm-hmm. for self-reflection, sort of. Yeah. Is that fair to, to say? Would you agree with that? I would say that astrology is kind of close to psychology because you're analyzing psychological patterns in a way it's it, these are personality aspects you know what i mean so um i was telling rachel uh you think about how the moon it's a scientific fact the moon affects the tides right it affects the waters of our planet and us as humans we are made of was it 60 70 percent water so it makes sense that it would affect us as well so if you can accept that logic then you can also accept that the other planets would affect us as well you know if mars crashed into venus you know we would be affected just like the planet would be affected so it's the same way psychologically i think too i'm not gonna dig into that (laughs) (laughs) but um you said it's psychology. I mean, it's interesting. So I was doing a little bit of research, a very little bit of research going into this. And apparently Carl Jung, the famous psychologist, mm-hmm. used astrology yes. famously yeah. as part of his practice for kind of digging into to, uh, people's personalities and things like that. So um, that's interesting. So I guess kind of going along with that, you know, how do you use astrology in your like everyday lives or do you or like do you kind of check your horoscope every day and see like, okay, I should keep this in mind today or maybe how do you incorporate it in your daily life? I guess is what I'm. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest when I read it in the morning, I often forget by the time I in the afternoon. So Mm -hmm. I don't use it like that. Um, but I do like after a long day, I will sit down and I will read it and I will say, Oh wow, that sounds, that sounds about right. You know? Um, and also I found that, um, good astrologers, they'll have pretty much the same patterns. So you can read one horoscope and read another, and they're both very similar in mm-hmm. terms of what's going on with you. Um, yeah, and I think, like, too, the, you know, when there's Mercury retrograde, it affects different planets, different signs um, differently, depending on where it is. Um, we have Venus in retrograde, which is yes. coming up, which is not nearly as stressful as Mercury in retrograde. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just something to... Yeah, I would say 
I'm not much of a horoscope person anymore. Um, I used to be, but then as I learned more about astrology, I I was really into like the movement of the planets, so things like the retrograde. And I use that more of like an awareness. It's not something to live by, but it's something to keep in the back of your mind that this is the type of energy that you're going to be walking into, and it kind of is. It's a guide to kind of tell you how to navigate that kind of energy. So a lot of people get scared by mercury retrograde you know people are all like oh my god mercury retrograde and they think that it's all bad and the reason why is because mercury is the planet of communication so when it goes retrograde it can cause some communication issues for people who already struggle with communication even if it's in just like one aspect of their life or with one person in their life that's something that's going to be highlighted but it's not it's not to make your life difficult. It's to make you aware that this is a challenge in your life and you're supposed to be aware of it so that you can approach it differently. You're supposed to try a different tactic when it comes to communication, especially during Mercury retrograde. Um, but the Venus retrograde that we have coming up in, I think it's July 22nd or something around there. Um, it's going to be Venus and Leo And this is a time, Venus is the planet of love and affection. So this is a time in the sign of Leo to really focus on yourself and pouring into your own cup before you pour into others is how I like to think of this time. Because retrograde is um, causes for more introspective energies going on. So this is going to be something that you're going to look on on yourself and just think about the things that make you you and what you like about yourself. And this is a time to build up your confidence. Leo is a very confident sign. So to have this Venus and Leo, you need to focus on yourself, focus on loving yourself and do what you got to do to solidify that connection that you have with yourself because if you don't have a strong foundation with yourself it's difficult to pour your love and time and energy into others yeah and that's a lesson i think people can take all year round but it's if you follow astrology and you're into that i think it's just a nice reminder you know i think it's a lot of the same reason people go to church you know they're not like it's not like they're getting like their marching orders but it's just like a nice reminder of of yes some ways to live your life so it's nice to be reminded every once in a while down and just like take it in and breathe you know i mean tarot readings or horoscopes can be kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. you know just like either reassurance like you're on the right path everything's going to be okay um or you know lessons on how to like navigate what you're going through so yeah being aware of this energy, you know, is so that you can kind of sit with it a little bit. You know, there's there's something to learn here, something to learn about yourself, something to learn about the world around you. There are times where I, I go through and like there'll be months at a time I'm like, oh, Mercury retrograde passed. And I didn't even know. Yeah. And but then there are times where I'm really feeling it. And I'm like, all right, there's, you know, there's conflicts going on right now. What is happening? And I'll do a little bit of analogy and or a little analysis. And then I'll see like, okay, so this is what's going on. And I need to try a different approach. And this can kind of be a guide as to what is a better way to approach things. Nice. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. So one thing I also did was I got the... Um, sun signs of everybody who works here. Right, here we go. This is the juicy part of the episode. Um, so, at first I was asking everybody individually, which would have proved to be in the feet, but then uh, it turns out Jamie has a list in administration of everyone's birthdays, and I just 
I feel like this is an HR violation. He's just, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. No names here. So can you? I'm just making. Us? I'm making an edit point right now for myself in the future. If we start <laughs> violating any HIPAA laws. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess as to the most popular sun sign here in Sayville Library? Uh, the most popular sun sign. I'm trying to think based on birthday cards that float yeah, around the library. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think August is the most popular birthday month, so I'm going to say, what, what's, what is August? Leo. I'm going to say Leo. Um, you know you were wrong. Um, <laughs> you want to try again? <laughs> Aries? No, you're also wrong. You actually picked the two lowest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, the number one is Taurus. There are 12 right. Taurus people here. Um, the next one is Virgo and then Scorpio. Those are the top three. All right. So qu- very quickly, what are the characteristics of the Taurus, the Virgo, and what was the third one you said? Uh, Scorpio. Scorpio. So Taurus is good because it makes sense in the library sense because they value stability and they're mm-hmm. sensible. Um, so it makes sense. There's a lot of people who go into this profession. Um, Virgos are very organized, very detail-oriented. That makes sense. Really makes a lot of sense that there's a lot of Virgos among us. Yeah. Um, Scorpios um, are very intense people, and they can be very good at researching and studying. They make good detectives and spies. Um, so those are like the top three. The fourth one was Aquarius. There's seven Aquariuses here, um, and they are very focused on serving humanity, making a difference in their communities, and that definitely fits in with libraries' missions. Um, Sagittarius was next, and. They value their higher education in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Gemini was after that, uh, tied actually six Gemini, and that's uh, you know I think Gemini is also has to do with like books and information, reading and writing. Yes. So that makes sense with that too. Um, five Cancer people. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, how that relates to libraries? Yeah, Cancers are very sensitive and caring people, and I think you need an aspect of caring about other people and caring about the public when working in a library. So um, that makes sense that um, we have a a good um, representation of cancer in the the library because you need that uh, sensitive approach with with people and, you know, some situations that you deal with in the library. Uh, Yeah. Um, We have Pisces also, number five. And Pisces um, can be very creative people. Yes. Very artistic. They're very sensitive um, they like to daydream a lot. Mm-hmm. My son is a Pisces, to a T. Um, then we have Libra at four, four Libras. Um, so, you know, justice, off, huh? equality, <laughs> you're, yeah, very low. Um, I guess that's good. I, I guess, do Leos get along with other, other Leos? Like, if everyone's a proud lion, does well, cause that kind of conflict? Too. It's not just Leo, Leo, it's mm-hmm. whatever else they are, whatever moon sign they yeah. are, you know? Um, so anyway, four Libras, four Capricorns, three Leos, three Aries. And this was among everybody, pages, staff, security guards, everybody. But then, I broke it down. I love how many notes both of you brought, by the way. <laughs> I really appreciate when the guests come on, we're prepared for the episode. Yes. <laughs> um, I broke it down by departments. Okay. Um, so just to see which department had the most of what. Um, so adults was pretty even, actually. Two Aquarius, two Taurus, two Scorpio, two Cancer, one Capricorn, one Leo, and one Aries. That's you. Okay. Um, Children's was also a little bit like all over the place. Four Taurus, three Pisces, two Aquarius, two Virgo, two Gemini, one Aries, one Leo, one Scorpio, one Cancer, one Satch. Um, Teen, very small department, but two Libras, one Scorpio, one Capricorn, one Taurus. 
security, custodial, and IT I did together. Um, and there was two Scorpio, two Virgos, two Aquariuses, one Aries, one Virgo, and one Taurus. Admin, four people, one Gemini, one Libra, one Cancer, one Capricorn. Okay. We're a pretty diverse group, at least, by yeah, department. A bit, yeah. yeah. Um, and then our department patron services I combined with technical services. And there were actually five Sagittariuses in our departments. Um, three Geminis, two Libras, two Tauruses, two Virgos, two Pisces, and one Scorpio. Interesting breakdown. I hope administration's listening to this. So we could probably use this for like team building exercises in the future, or uh, maybe it might be good for making uh, committees on certain things coming up, you know, have an even distribution. Put like the Libras together and we'll come up with something, you know? I guess you're going to be in charge of this. I will do it. I'll this do it. committee. Um, and then because this place is mostly staffed by librarians, I don't know if you knew that, I did it by librarians also. <laughs> okay. Um, because I think I'm only one of like three clerks here. So, you know. Mm -hmm. So, librarian wise, there's five Tauruses, five Libras, five Virgos, four Aquariuses, three Scorpios, two Geminis, two Cancers, two Aries, two Pisces, one Capricorn, one Leo, and no Sagittariuses. Interesting. Who's the other Aries? I'm trying to think. Yeah, that would be the. I was trying to trick you into an HR violation. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think I even have an answer on my desk. So. Thank you for doing that. That the statistic. That's I thought it was. I actually. Awesome. I need a chart also, um, like a bar graph, and then oh, I can't. Okay. I can't find it. My desk is a mess. If you do find it, maybe we'll put so, up put it up on the website. On well, the I made it, and then I was like, "Well, it's a podcast. Why do I need to have it on the podcast?" I can put <laughs> it up. Like, we put the Star Wars chart up on okay. the on the website. If so. I find it, when I need to flatter me. Yes. Okay. I'll clean it up in Photoshop. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. That's very interesting. I know. Did you want to? I thought you'd done um, famous author oh, things as well. Yeah, we did. James, we did James Patterson. Okay. Do you want to do it or not? I mean, we got. We've been going for almost an hour already, so this is. I can do quick. So yeah. James James Patterson's also an Aries. Um, but he has a lot of uh, Pisces in his chart. So the opposite, you have a lot of fire. He actually has a lot of water going on. Um, it's interesting that he has uh, a lot of Pisces because Pisces is very imaginative and very creative. So it, it just makes sense and it fits him. Um, the one thing I thought was interesting about his is that he has a Venus and Aquarius. And James Patterson has such a wide variety of characters that explore a huge spectrum of the human psyche and I think that's a very Aquarius trait to kind of like focus and like analyze human emotions and the fact that he explores that through his wide variety of characters so yeah. these are just patterns yeah, that I noticed. Good trait for a uh, for an author, a novelist. Yes, absolutely. Be interesting to see how many other authors kind of align with, with him. Yeah. Or any, anybody, yeah. I think we're going to be Colleen Hoover too. I don't even have hers. Yeah. I couldn't find a accurate yeah. type. I mean, her, it's so. honestly pretty crazy that there's so many like accurate birth charts out there. People we don't know, like celebrities. Yeah. Because that means like someone got their birth time in their city and <laughs> uploaded it and was like, "Let me check out, you know, Selena Gomez and see what she's up to." But that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been uh, enlightening. Thank you both for uh, for yeah. joining me and explaining. Uh, astrology to me it's so fun. Yeah, yeah that was fun maybe we'll do a tarot card reading in a future episode absolutely i love that yeah all right thanks for coming all right thanks alice bye, bye. bye.